Hi guys, welcome back to the El Synergy podcast. Uh, I'm with Laura. Hey, hey. As usual. Uh, <laughs> she invited me for once. I could be here. I'm very excited. Otherwise, <laughs> it's weird, right? It's like, it sounds like I'm on my own, but uh, now you're here. Uh, you might have noticed recently that we have changed the name of the podcast. So El Synergy uh, used to be spelled E-L-E and then Synergy. And it's not all in one word, uh, E-L and Synergy, all in one word. Nothing changes. We just decided to change the name. So it was a little bit more about you know, what we do and who we are. Uh, we'll talk more maybe at some point about this whole rebrand. But for now, we wanted to talk to you today about something, yeah, something about work-life balance, not really, but like anything that comes with a set of uh, business in general. And that might stress you, that might give you a bit of anxiety, such as financial insecurities um, and all of this and how to deal with it, basically. How to stay calm, how to stay zen when you have so much going on. Welcome to the L Synergy podcast. The perfect place to learn everything about building and scaling your business online. I'm Laura Haylitz. And I'm Jenny Fears. We went from being on fellow from our corporate jobs to building a multiple six-figure business in our first year of business. All that with the power of Instagram and no fluff business strategies. But hey, you can do this too. On this podcast, we share the behind the scenes of growing an online empire, reaching new heights, and how you can juggle it all. Focus on what you can control and let go what you cannot control. You did your best. You did what you could. Entrepreneurship is super messy. It's definitely not going to be a walk in the park. It will have its ups and downs. Take it step by step. Don't try to go from zero to six figures in six months. Okay, so you might think, hey, Ginny, Laura, they have their shit together. They're so zen running a business. But I can assure you that's not always the case, first of all. So a little disclaimer, it's not like we have a very zen life at all times. But we have learned a few things along the way that helped us, you know, deal with, I would say, the stress and, and the anxiety that comes with running a business. Um, and, and yeah, these are the things that we want to kind of go over. So the first thing that I wrote down here is, and that's actually something that I tell myself all the time Focus is on what you can control and let go what you cannot control. And this is something that we definitely had to learn because as a business owner, there are so many things that, you know, will pop up that you simply can't control, whether it's legal issues, whether it's um, maybe even financial issues or, or not making that sale because that prospect that you had on the phone call ended up not buying. And, and it was something that was genuinely out of your control. So I think that's the first one that I want to give with you uh, that hopefully can stick a bit around is that you honestly, when you have an issue or you feel overwhelmed or you have anxiety, focus only on the things where you feel like, okay, here's where I can make an impact. If you feel stressed about the financial side of things, what can you do to change that situation? If it's things out of your control, let it go, go with the flow and just kind of find your way. I think that was a very important one. I remember that you know, in our beginning, we remind each other this a lot, being like, okay, I've put this in place, I've put that in place, I've put this sales process in place, I'm sharing my content every day, I show up in my stories. You know, tick the boxes that you need to do, like Laura said, in order to achieve your goals. And once you tick these boxes, you can't just let the stress and the financial insecurity overwhelm you because you can't control this. Then the money comes, the money doesn't come. Like you did your best. You did what you could. Now there's always things you can improve, obviously. So analyze, you know, at the end of the month, analyze, okay, what is what is it that I've put in place that worked? What is it that didn't work? How can I improve that? Uh, remember in business, you know, you can improve your costs, you can improve your sales. Uh, there's always things that can change, you know, taking on a new course, taking on, uh, I don't know, a masterclass, 
class or you know a coach or whatever is it that you can get help with but once this is put in place just put the process in place and then let it go because otherwise it's just going to be very overwhelming and stressful yeah and same goes and i'm actually even thinking about it as you're talking also give yourself some slack when things and do go wrong let's say you made a decision at the time and then afterwards it turned out to not be the right decision and it you know might eat you up alive <laughs> on the inside um that's something that Jiri and i tell ourselves all the time is that we make a decision in our business with the information that we have available at that time and give yourself some slack about it as well you will make bad investments you will make bad decisions bad hires whatever that looks like and i can assure you we've had our fair share on that we have some podcast episodes on that as well but at the end of the day look at it afterwards as a lesson and give yourself some slack as well that you're not trying to do things perfect and i think letting go of that perfectionism in general will help overall with anxiety because entrepreneurship is super messy it's definitely not going to be a walk in the park it will have its ups and downs um it sounds super cliche but it is really like that and, and at the end of the day yeah decisions yeah you you just kind of try to do what you can yeah. and focus on what you can control I think I like that because I I remember, so my boyfriend is, you know, he's got his own business, he's a plumber, he's got his own little team and so on, but he was in the game much earlier than me. So it's been, he had his business for like six or seven years or something like that. And I remember that he would get really upset with things that he said to a customer they should have said differently. Maybe he would have had this contract and it might be the same with you. Oh, I should have on this sales call, I should have said things differently and something that stressed me out as well at the beginning but I remember saying to my boyfriend, look, it's done now. You can't change the past. So just learn from it and move on because there's no reason, like there's no reason to just make warn yourself up about it. It's gone. Like you can't go back. So, okay, what can you do next time to change that? What can you do in the future, in your future self to change that? But now it's done. So learn from it and move on. And I think that already release a lot of the pressure, the pressure, the pressure. <laughs> And, uh, you know, the stress and anxiety around this um, and, and it's already going to help you to move forward. Yeah. And I think it's also like uh, one thing I wrote down here, and I know for a fact, Ginny, you're probably way better at this than I am, is having good routines, morning routines, night routines and so forth. Like actually being mindful of the little habits and the little things that set you up for success. Um, yeah, Ginny, I think you've helped me a lot on that end. So maybe you want to talk about that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, Okay, so I'm someone who dealt with anxiety since forever, literally forever. So I had to learn how to deal with that. And, uh, you know, the business actually made it worse on the, like, again, it, it's something really odd, but I'm very happy in my life. You know, I have everything that I always wanted. But on the other side, the business gave me a lot of anxiety as well. It just triggered it. So, you know, I had to put even more things in place in order to feel a bit more at peace and a bit more zen and so on. So the things that I've learned along the way is, uh, well, first of all, taking time for yourself. I know it's something Laura doesn't do. So if you're an introvert, you probably take more time for yourself. I'm not really an introvert. I'm more like an ambivert, but I'm used to take time for myself. And I know that's what um, is needed for me to find some more energy and calm and so on. But I do think that whether you're an extrovert or an introvert, you need this for yourself. You need to find this time, 30 minutes, an hour a day, to just be by yourself and do something for yourself. And it doesn't mean socializing, like that comes on top of it. It's really on your own to, to really calm yourself down. So 
for example, I like taking a bath, going for a walk. Um, I like reading. So anything that's disclaimer, going disclaimer, to... Ginny takes a bath every day, sometimes twice a day. So half of the sometimes. voice records she sends me are from the bathtub. She's like, hi, Laura, I'm sorry, I'm in my bath. And then I hear the water splash. <laughs> <laughs> I... I can't live without a bath. Like, it's really the thing that helps me relax a lot. So, yeah, I am taking a lot of bath. And if I have stressful days or if I'm sick, I have multiple baths a day. But, yeah, I also have a morning routine and a nighttime routine. And I think that helps a lot as well. So, um, one thing that I actually gave up on when I was in my first year of business was this. And I was extremely, extremely stressed because... I stop working out. I stop, uh, you know, taking time for myself. I stop eating healthy. I gain a lot of weight, and all of that made it ten times worse. So I told someone else, I can't keep going like that. I need to, again, take time for myself. I know I'm busy. I know, you know, I don't have a lot of time, and I need to work. And you know, I was working, you know, fourteen hours a day. But at some point, I was like, that's enough. I need to still take that, you know, half an hour, an hour before bed. Wait. I'm just relaxing and um, calming myself down, basically. And that's the same thing with the morning. Like I get up, I go do a workout. So it could be anything for you. If you don't want to work out, it could be just taking time to meditate, taking time to just take it slow or anything, but don't just wake up, social media, work, anything. Just take some 10 minutes, 15 minutes, half an hour, just for yourself. So having this morning routine, eating healthy, this is very, very important. Like if you already do this, amazing. If you don't, honestly, you'll see such like a massive impact on your overall well-being, just your mental health and so on, just by eating healthy, as simple as that. And if you don't have a lot of time to cook, if you don't have a, you know, again, I'm not, I'm not a fitness coach. I'm not going to start telling you how to eat healthy, but find a way to incorporate healthy habits uh, in terms of what you're eating and so on. For example, I have this, um, you know, if you're in England and I'm sure it's everywhere in the world, but I, I get delivered some um, recipes with all the ingredients and I just have to cook it. And you have 10 minutes recipes as well. So you literally cook everything in 10 minutes and it's healthy. And like this, you don't have to go to the shop, buy all the ingredients, literally it's delivered to, yourself, to you and you cook it in 10 minutes and you have a healthy meal. That really helped me. And again, having a nighttime routine and also making sure to have uh, get some fresh air. So getting fresh air every day, eating healthy, exercise every day, even if it's just a 15 minute walk, do something um, like put, put together some healthy habits uh, um, overall. Yeah, I really love that. And and there's something, I mean, like I said, I've learned a lot from Jeannie on this. Like in all honesty, I was I was very different uh, before than now in the sense that um, in the past, I was always, like Jeannie said, very extrovert, but also people pleaser. I could never set my boundaries. I never said no to anything. So at the end of the day, I never had time for myself. But now, I, you know, now, before I was like this, now I'm like this, sounds like a before and after, but now I am getting better at it. And there's something that I tell myself all the time is as well, like, I basically consider my life as having three hobbies. One is a financial one, one is a health one, and one is a physical one. And so the financial hobby is the business, because in all honesty, it started a bit as a side hustle hobby. And now it's okay, it's our business, it's our full time occupation, but it is in a way, I want to see it as a hobby because it helps me prioritize the other two as well. Then we have the 
the health one and I would almost even say mental health one and um, this is the one where I take time for myself I take time to journal I have like a five minute journal from intelligent change that I journal every morning and every evening to make my morning routines a bit better my evening routines a bit better I put my phone in another room so when I sleep my phone is in my office so my phone is not in my bedroom so I never wake up checking my phone and then the third hobby is the physical one because you know uh, what is it um Mensana in corpo sana or something in Latin. So like healthy spirit in a healthy body or something like that. Uh, basically to say like it's impossible to be a good entrepreneur if you're physically also not feeling well. And and so taking care for your physical health is a big one. So I go to the gym um, not every day, but definitely four times a week. And I literally drive to the gym. It's not even near home. I do my workout. I even go to the wellness. I, I take time for myself to really like prioritize it as well. I drink two, two liters of water a day. I even bought myself some motivational jug to make sure I drink those two liters of water. I try to walk every now and then. Okay, now I have a dog, so it's even easier because I have to walk the dog. Uh, but so it's all these little habits, but they're all revolved around having basically three hobbies. And of course, at some point, sometimes that financial hobby, meaning the job and, and the business that we run becomes way more than the mental health or the physical hobby. But then it's also up to us to be like, okay, let's reevaluate my life a bit. How can I make more time again for that mental health hobby or that physical hobby and so forth? So Maybe that is also a way to look at it. I know for me, I try to look at these three things and then I make time for them on a weekly basis and I genuinely time block it in my agenda. I time block social time with friends if that's something that I need for my mental health. I time block all my workouts and it's really funny because the team sees our agendas. So every team member sees pretty much my entire life because all my life is in my Google calendar. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I block it literally. I block that. I do my five minute journal in the morning and I block my workout and I, I block out a walk and so forth because I try to see that as an appointment and a meeting with myself as well, because I need to make that a priority. So I know that's something that definitely helped me as well. And I had to get so structural about it because it wasn't in my nature to prioritize myself. So I had to build a system around it to make sure that I was making time for those things. Yeah, I think that's so important, the time blocking thing. I, okay, I'm gonna be a bit, uh, <laughs> I've seen, so that's for all the couples out there because having a business and being in a relationship is hard, it's tricky. It's like, especially when the other person doesn't have a business. So for me, it's a different challenge, but I know, for example, Laura, her boyfriend doesn't have a business. So it's a different challenge for me. My boyfriend has his business. So we need to actually block time to be like, we need to spend quality time together. Otherwise we forget, we both in our life and we tend to forget. And I haven't even seen, so I don't do it, but I've seen people blocking sex. <laughs> so like, okay, no. we need to have sex this day at this time. Really, I was uh, very close to doing it, you know, like I already talked yeah. to my boyfriend about it, but he was not open to the idea. He wants to have it spontaneous. I don't get it. <laughs> I mean, I'm very spontaneous on these things, but I get it as well. People who do it because you can, you know, life happens. And sometimes you're like, fuck, like, we actually haven't been intimate for so long because, you know, we've got so, you know, you get into your life and then you, we even forget to spend time together. Like we live in the same house, but that's pretty much it sometimes. So you have to remind yourself, okay, I need to go on dates and so on. So it's all of these things that you need. Basically, it's learning what's good for you and your mental health and then prioritizing this. 
So it's like, okay, fair enough, you need to make this business work and you need to probably work a little bit more than you used to. And yes, you're going to have long days and long hours, but you can find that half an hour per day where you're running down and where you, you know, it's not going to be on social media. It's not going to be watching TV. It's really going to be like, okay, I'm going to go for a walk. Okay, I'm going to take a bath. Okay, I'm going to read a book. Um, why reading a book? Because it's less stimulation. Um, because sometimes yeah. it can sound weird. Oh, you don't watch TV, but you read a book. It's because it's less stimulating, right? And it's on your own. It's much more uh, calming. Uh, I find it anyway. Um, so yeah, all of this, basically learn what makes you feel better and making sure to keep it a priority because trust me, I removed all of that the first year, I mean, at least the first six months in my business. And I felt like shit, I had low energy. I was extremely stressed and so on. It didn't help me. So all of this healthy habits is going to energize you and you need that energy in order to keep on going and in order to stay calm in your business and in order to take you know decisions that feels good because sometimes it's something that Laura I know Laura does it a lot but she spent time behind the behind a computer just because she feels guilty to yeah. not spend time behind a computer yeah so sometimes she would spend 14 hours behind the computer not achieving that much because she's completely run down <laughs> instead of being like okay I'm gonna spend four hours but they're going to be efficient and you know I would have felt much better about it yeah um, I can learned- be very all or nothing and then that all can seem very unproductive and it is 100% unproductive because I'm like forcing myself like torturing myself to work when I'm just not in it and the worst is like Ginny is every time right in the sense that I didn't even get that much more done or anything for those extra hours. And I'm just like, and then you're really frustrated. And it's like a whole negative circle of like, why did I do that? And <laughs> so, yeah, don't do it. Like, honestly, it's, it's important. It's, it's so important to realize that it's not because you spend time behind your computer that you're going to be productive. Like we, you know, there's a certain amount of energy and focus and concentration you can have. And you can't keep on going months on end doing 14 hours a day. Like we did it with Leroy some at some point where it was a lot of long hours for a long time, but we had to find a break because how many times did we have a literally break down because we couldn't take it anymore. And it was so hard to get back into the business. Literally when we went to Portugal to launch a PIA a year ago, it was a year ago. It was a year ago. Okay. So our burnout started a year ago. <laughs> Yeah, it's literally that. It's like after, you know, a year in business and six months with Else Energy, we couldn't do it anymore. It was like, I can't, I can't do this. It was like, I could, my brain was not functioning. We also did way too much at the same time. And I think it's also like some advice is like, and I know we talked about it in the other podcast episode. I think it's even the one just before this one. Um, We talked about having a focus and we didn't have a focus and that is why we felt so burned down um we just were doing everything after each other and doing a million projects at the same time and the worst is we were working long huge days but we weren't making more money with those extra projects and extra hours and all of that the revenue was pretty like stable okay we were making money but it wasn't like going up and increasing as it should be with the amount of time we were putting in and now we're working way less I would say I mean we obviously still have a full-time job but we're just not overdoing it and we actually have time to think and we can actually grow the business properly like this as well like what you're hearing so far make sure you never miss an episode by subscribing to our podcast we really appreciate your support now back to the show I 
like I keep saying this at the moment, but I never felt so relaxed in the business since we created I it. I said so it as well to my friends. I, I was like, oh my God, guys, I feel relaxed in the business. It's the first time ever. Exactly. So, you know, you can take all the mental health that you want and put all these habits and stuff like that. But at some point, it's also aligning, you know, with your business as well. Like Laura said, like having a focus. And again, listen to the previous podcast. I think it's just a run before yeah, it's a run just before. Um, because it will help you a lot. But like it's having this focus is is again I was talking about this TikTok video, right? As the guy was sharing that, you know, choose a word for the year and focus on that work. And the and the word was focused. Okay. Does that focus on one thing? No, it doesn't. Actually, there's a project that was really wanted to launch this year. And we looked at our year and our calendar and everything we had to achieve. And we were like, no, and I was like, we need to do it in 2023. And it breaks my heart because I want to do it because I know it would be amazing, but we can't. Otherwise it means we're going again, end up in a burnout or trying to do too many things at the same time. And then if you try to do too many things at the same time, there's one thing that's going to be deprioritized and it's not going to work. You know, your balance is not going to be there. So yeah, we had to focus on uh, the things that we need to focus on and it helped so much. Like, again, I've never felt so stress-free in uh, yeah in nearly two years now. So yeah, over two years. So yeah, it's been, yeah, it's two years that we created my yeah. business anyway and then also that's just been a year and a half. But yeah, so yeah. learning how to focus and not wanting to do a million things at the same time. Like take it step by step. Don't try to go from zero to six figures in six months. If it happens, amazing. Put the things in place to make it happen. But don't be in a rush. Like, you know, in a rush, you don't need to make a shit ton of money very quickly. Obviously, we all want that. But, you know, take it step by step because it's also about enjoying the journey and the process. Yeah. Because I think there's something as well in it that, you know, if you have everything overnight, then what? You know what I mean? It's a bit like, okay, all the things that I, you know, built my entire life on, I was like, yeah, it's going to be a 20 years plan it happens within six months. Then what, you know, yeah. obviously you'll always find something, but it's just, I think you just need to also enjoy the process and, and the hustle around it, I think has its excitement as well. But it's exactly, I, I love that you bring that up because it's a conversation that Ginny and I have a lot, actually. Um, for example, yeah, I'm, I'm a bit younger than Ginny, so I'm only turning 28 this summer. And sometimes I'm telling to Ginny, you know, like, oh, I really already want to buy that house that I want in the south of France and I want to do this and I want to do that. And it's actually Ginny that was like, Laura, you're freaking 27 years old. Enjoy your life and celebrate the journey that you're on. Like, you don't have to have everything already now. It's not like you have a family or you're going to start a family right now. And it's something that I tell myself a lot because... I'm the kind of person that always wants to have everything done very quickly. I'm like very, I like being productive and I can have that feeling in the way I look at life as well. I want that house. I want that this. Okay, let's start building. And, and I deprioritize myself in it, but also it's not enjoyable. And then I don't want to be 30 years old and have everything that I wanted and literally feel like I don't have a goal in life anymore. So I think it's like the celebrating the journeys on so many levels. It's on the level of like you getting to those goals very step by step and just enjoying life while you're at it because there's this quote that says like sometimes you need to stop the pursuit of happiness and just be happy and I love that because it's like just stop freaking rushing and just enjoy where you're at and 
of course, it also is something that on the other hand helps you so much with your mental health in your business because it is a journey and there's going to be ups and downs. And if you never take time to recognize what's going well, whether it's in your business or in your life, it's going to be very difficult to stay motivated or even disciplined to keep going when, because that's another thing. Motivation is not enough. You need discipline as well. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think that's that's a very powerful thing that I know for a fact we have to repeat ourselves all the time because uh, you can get so caught up with it and look on Instagram at everyone's amazing lives and think, oh, I want that. And then you have it and you feel like you didn't live your life because you didn't take time to to enjoy the journey. It's such an important one because the, I've put a Q&A in my stories today and someone was saying, oh, would you have imagined you would have all this money by now and stuff like that? And, and you know, I just took a minute to reflect and I was like, yeah, but I created this business. Okay, you know, money, I was money driven since I was a kid, right? Like we didn't have a lot of money growing up and, and I definitely wanted money for myself and being able to buy the things that I wanted to buy. I didn't want to be like a crazy billionaire or anything, but I wanted money, you know? And I think a lot of people can also resonate with that. So for sure, I wanted the money. But most importantly, and I know people, a lot of people resonate with that as well, was the freedom. I wanted to be able to be like, okay, today I'm going to take a day off and no one can tell me no, uh, unless we have projects and so on. But like, I wanted more freedom. I wanted to be able to feel like I didn't have a boss or I didn't feel like I had to be sitting behind a desk, desk from nine to five. I could take more than 20 days holidays per year because that's what we have in England uh, and so on. And that was my main goal. When I created this business, it was that. It was like, I want two to three clients a month that, you know, pays me the same amount of money I was earning at my previous job, which was about, when I was at like 2.5, 2.7K after taxes a month. And I was like, that's enough for me. I'm quite happy with this money. It's not crazy money. I can't save shit ton of money, but you know what? I have a good living. It's decent. I can buy some nice stuff as well and it's fine. So I just wanted that. And then, you know, you a year in and then you make more money and, and you have six figures, multiple six figures. And, and then you're like, oh, now I want seven figures, you know, and you always <laughs> you become a bit greedy, you know, oh, it's, like, oh, it's the thing. next thing. It's like, oh, I want to buy my first, I don't know. I want to buy a car. Okay. I've got the car now. Now I want a house, but I don't <laughs> want this house. I want a bigger house. You know, it's like, there's always something more. And then once I have the house, what is it next? You know, it's going to be, oh, I want this and that. So there's always more that you're going to want. Like you become so greedy that sometimes you have to reflect and be like, actually, you know, I've already achieved a lot, you know, and it's already amazing that I can go in the shop without checking the prices and all of that. This is already insane. And it's already very luxury, you know, and, and, and it's really hard to realize that sometimes because you're caught up in, in in your life like that and and you just need to take a, a break and be like actually you know I've signed my first client that's freaking amazing I had to remind myself that a lot when I first started because I was like okay I have three clients I want five now and now I want seven and now I want this and that okay I signed a client I was able to quit my job I was able all of these steps you really need to you know celebrate them and appreciate them and embrace them because that feeling goes by quickly like that amazing feeling of signing your first clients it's amazing on the moment enjoy it embrace it because then it's going to be something else and suddenly signing a client is not even something exciting anymore so yeah a lot of basically reflecting and living in the moment and appreciating what you have instead of always going for more and more and more yeah 
if I go back to like uh, my journal that I kept, like, you know, it's like basically what am I grateful for a day of like two years ago when I was thinking of starting a business, it literally said, I'm grateful for, um, you know, getting 20 likes on my carousel, you know, like it was super small things. And now I'm like, wow, I look back on that. And it makes me happy to see that I was doing that in the reason that I never would have stayed motivated to get to this level if I didn't have that motivation about the small things back then. So I think it's so important. And, and I remember also writing at some point, and that brings me to another point that's important. I am grateful for Ginny's support. And I think having a good support system is also very, very helpful as a business owner to anyone, obviously. Uh, but if you're dealing with anxiety and you feel like it's all a bit much, um, surrounding yourself with the right people is really important. Make room for the right people um, and the ones that give you energy, the ones mm -hmm. that actually are supportive of your journey, the ones that you can have sort of a sounding board and, and, and you know, talk about your issues. I know for a fact that, you know, if it wasn't for Jeannie, you know, by my side, I probably wouldn't even want to have a business because it was all just a bit much. And I also don't think I would have been able to figure it out so quickly either because I would have gotten demotivated a bit quicker along the way or lost myself a bit along the way. So, you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's super important to sort of find people to network with that you can support on, whether that is your partner, whether that is a family member, whether that's friends, whether that's a stranger on Instagram like Ginny and I had. Um, it does make a huge difference. Yeah, I had someone asking me in my stories as well as just day, is it important to have a business partner? No, you, you don't have to have a business partner. Uh, you can perfectly have, you know, and again, it all depends where you want to take your business. Some people are just very happy with just having, being able to quit their nine to five job and just making, you know, enough money to live and stuff like that. So at this point, you definitely don't need a business partner. When you want to build something even bigger, I would say, honestly, it helps. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Like it really does help to have someone that you can share your thoughts and ideas and, and, you know, complement each other and so on. Uh, it can be a business partner. It could be someone who has shares. It could be something like that, but obviously it helps. Could be a business coach in this case, you know, um, but, you know, I don't even remember what I was going for with this, but like, yeah, yeah, that, business partner. <laughs> yeah, uh, obviously like, I mean, Again, you know, it's obviously I'm so grateful to have Laura, but I think just overall having people all around you that is going to support you because along this entrepreneurial journey, you know, we had to learn the hard way that some people are just not meant to stay in your life. Um, and yeah, I mean, you're, you're, you'll be disappointed for sure because some people just can't, I don't know, you just grow differently. Like a business will change you, so obviously, things will change in your personal life so learn how to like learn to know who brings you energy and who takes away your energy you know yeah. so if you're around people and it just feels too much and it just feels complicated and then just feel like it's a one-way relationship and it just feels like it's draining you instead of bringing your energy cut it cut it short like just move on and it's just part of life and and yeah because this is you don't have time for this you might have had a bit more time when it was just you and your you know whatever your, your work your corporate job or whatever it is that you do but once you have this business or side hustle or whatever it's just become a bit much to have those toxic relationships yes. so make sure to surround yourself with only people that brings you good vibes yeah super important and i also want to talk about when it comes to a support system don't underestimate as well 
how good it can be to have a therapist, psychologist, whatever, you know, rocks your boat. Um, Ginny and myself also have a therapist ourselves. Um, we got a therapist. Well, Ginny quite recently for me was since... Yeah, I couldn't uh, find one. <laughs> yeah, she was ready to get one, I think. We both decided that we wanted to get a therapist after summer. So like a few months ago. Um, and honestly, it makes a big difference. Originally... Honestly. That, that's already almost a year ago or a few uh, last <laughs> summer yeah true oh yeah it's already... going so quickly i know yeah but anyway sorry I but yeah no that. no but it's just like yeah we we realized that the life that we're having with the business there are levels of stress and anxiety that we didn't have before stupid example sometimes <laughs> there's an issue a legal issue an accounting issue but these issues could mean that a very not so hypothetical example a few weeks ago our accountant made a mistake and we got a tax bill of something like sixty thousand pounds to pay and that should have been around a thousand pounds because we already paid our taxes but that's a big mistake so you wake up to an email from your accountant saying that you have to pay sixty thousand pounds in taxes the same thing happened last summer. I was in Milan shopping with my family. I was having a good time. Suddenly we get an email from our accountant. He made a mistake again. Maybe we should change the accountant. <laughs> um, but anyway, he said we had to pay. And it was also a lot of money back then. I think 30, 40,000 pounds in taxes. And it was something on VAT because basically they were they missed the deadline and we had to pay something that we shouldn't have paid or it was different or anyway. Anyway, it was a big mistake. But that's the kind of stuff that you have to deal with as a business owner, or you have to deal with firing someone, or you have to deal with legal stuff, a company that suddenly decides that they don't like whatever you're doing and, or they close off your PayPal balance. Like we've had as well last summer. So we've had so many, honestly, fucked up things when I think about it to deal with that. It's just not normal. That's not a normal way of living your life. Normally you would have a bit of stress in your job and it could all be very, you know, maybe even a toxic working environment, a difficult boss, whatever it is. But here it's your baby. It's your business. It's your money. And sometimes it's very, very big things to deal with or very personal or anyway. So that's when we were like, okay, this, these, this is not a normal life in a sense that we need systems and ways for us to be able to disconnect from that sort of drama that sometimes happens or when a bomb explodes in the company that we can stay calm as well so yeah we both have a therapist it helps us a lot because we have had moments where we were really completely burned out um, there's always things to work on and and to just improve and work on yourself it's so like i literally tell my therapist because she's all the time saying oh laura are you sure you still have to come and i'm like yeah i see it as a date with myself like coming here knowing that i have an appointment to talk about how life is going, things that, you know, I can work on, how I can improve as, as both a business owner, um, as a leader towards our team, as a business partner towards Ginny, as a girlfriend towards my boyfriend, as a daughter towards my parents, anything like that. So, yeah, I also think knowing that, you know, it's completely normal to get help if you feel like it's all a bit much. Getting a therapist can sometimes really help because your friends or family around you only know maybe so much um there's a reason that these people are trained in human psychology people are very complex people human psychology is extremely complex so sometimes getting professional help can also yeah really help a lot for sure i think it's something um that is not talked about enough i mean i've done therapy since um much longer like since i was probably a, a kid uh and it's something that you know people didn't talk about 
back 20 years ago, 30 years ago even. Uh, but I, I like the fact that, you know, mental health is such a big thing nowadays. And I don't think it's because people overthink or, or whatever. You know, I had to teach my boyfriend a lot around mental health because he's not someone who had to struggle. And, you know, it's an amazing thing. It's not a bad thing if you don't have to struggle with mental health issues. Uh, and I had to teach him he was like but you don't need a therapist and stuff like that. of course I do like I think pretty much everyone should have a therapist if they have they can afford it because it does help to work on yourself to know how to deal with certain situations to know why you're dealing in, in certain situations certain ways and stuff like that um, I know that it helps me a lot um, again I had anxiety since I was a baby probably <laughs> Uh, at least a young kid and uh, talking to people I mean specialists uh, helped I mean a, a ton so yeah definitely something to do um there's just something I wanted to oh wait, yeah are we now the rest of the episode we will continue in French Boom. <laughs> so that's just like random French words that comes out of nowhere I'm like oh well <laughs> I'll take it um yeah so one last thing and probably finishing on that because we don't want to make it just too long, but um, financial insecurity is something that will that you will feel at all levels. Um, it's not something I was necessarily expecting and I don't want to bring you bad news or anything. And obviously it will come in a different way, but know that obviously when I quit my job, I was like, oh my God, am I going to be able to pay for my bills? Am I going to be able to provide for everything and so on? You know, I didn't have any savings. I think that's an important thing to say. <laughs> when I quit my job, I had maybe uh, enough to, I had saved a little bit from this side hustle until it became my, my full-time job, but I didn't have savings before that. So I had maybe, I don't know, 3,000, 5,000 pound max saved from, you know, coaching people. Uh, so I had maybe one, two, three months ahead of myself, but that was it. Uh, so know that you can, you know, you can make it happen if you don't have savings, because I always thought it was impossible, but you can make this happen. Anyway, what I want to say is I was worried about money. I was like, oh, am I going to be able to sign clients and so on, you know? Um, and, and, you know, you have that at different levels after, like, because I always say, yeah, okay, fair enough. At some point, it's not worrying about being able to pay the bills and leave and feed yourself but you maybe bought a car or you had a car on leasing that's costing a bit more money you know you upgrade your level you know you uh, how do you say your your way of living you know you you shop at different things and stuff like that and in order to keep that lifestyle you need to keep that money coming and it doesn't mean like sometimes you're like shit actually if I can't pay for all of these things you know again I'm gonna have to downgrade certain things and again it's not a bad thing at all I'm just saying that you will worry about can I keep up with this lifestyle can I actually provide for this lifestyle every month uh, on end and you will always worry like we still worry sometimes we're like oh, we haven't made any sales today are we gonna make sales tomorrow like what if it doesn't work suddenly you know yeah. of course and I think the day I buy uh, you know when I bought my car I paid it cash because I don't have three years of books and in England I mean pretty much anywhere in the world is comp I know not in, in not Belgium. in Belgium I could get my car on leasing fucking it's that's mental you see like in England no fucking way like I can't if I don't have three years of books I can't do anything I tried to buy a flat um uh my first year of business they were like no no three years of business um of books like you can't 
Anyway, so I couldn't pay my car leasing, so I paid it cash, and it was really, really scary because I'm like, oh, well, if I don't make money again, you know, and so then you have no more savings and so on. So, you know, you will always worry about money. So you just have to learn to deal with it, to, you know, all of the things we talked about in this episode is going to help you, but know that you will have different worry at different stages of your business. It just comes with having a business and just learn to deal with it because it's not going anywhere. Yeah, no, great. Well, I think one last thing I still wanted to quickly add that I had on my notes is also when we were talking about getting help, um, you know, when you feel overwhelmed and stuff, it's also good sometimes to just delegate and outsource tasks as well. Yeah, um, we don't talk about this enough, maybe, but like you don't have to do it all yourself. You can get help if you feel anxiety or you feel overwhelmed. Maybe it's time to look at, you know, what you're doing on a weekly basis, daily basis, analyze where your time is spent and where you can indeed maybe delegate something or give it to a team member or, or hire someone or get a freelancer, whatever makes sense for your business. But that can make a huge difference as well on your mental health. Um, Jeannie and I did a huge analysis Two months ago, uh, where we spend our time, we felt extremely overwhelmed. And it was, it was, first of all, a really nice brain dump to realize how much we're doing and understanding that we're not going crazy when we feel overwhelmed, that we actually had too many tasks on. We literally checked, what are we doing? How much time do we spend? Where is our time being spent? And so forth. And we came to the conclusion that we were doing two full-time jobs in the time that we were supposed to do one full-time job. And then we hired a new team member and we reshuffled the team accordingly and made sure that what we have to give away is given away. And obviously there are certain things that no one else can do for us so that we will continue doing. But that gave us such a sort of peace of mind as well to just like kind of start delegating more, stepping more into our leadership shoes as well. And obviously this will depend on what stage in business that you're in. But for I know for a fact that that's something that helped us a lot uh, in having a better balance and feeling a bit more zen as we are running the business right yeah. now. Overall time tracking, you know, knowing where you spend your time is extremely valuable. So I would highly recommend that's something we always say to our team, time track. Every time you start a task, put the timer, see what time you finish the task, know how much time you spend on that task, is it an important task? Do you actually need to do that task? Again, remember the things we talked about, about focusing with Laura, like actually we spent <laughs> how many hours? Like 20, it was crazy amount of hours on YouTube a month. And we hated it. And we hated it. So that's another thing you have to put a column, whether you gives feel you energy or same way you do with people gives you energy yeah. or drains you. If it drains or, you, not a good sign. Exactly. Or it, feel, it makes you feel neutral. And YouTube, as much as we love having a YouTube channel and stuff like that, we were spending a lot, like almost half of our time was spent on YouTube. Um, and it was, we were hating it. Like it was literally like, I freaking hate YouTube days because I have to do my hair and my makeup and install all my equipment and film it. And, and you know, the way I was showing up on YouTube videos, I could see that my energy was not, you know, on point and stuff like that. And and yeah, and we were spending a lot of money on it. Like overall, it was 250 pound a video on top of our time, which is worth a lot of money as well. So, you know, it was a lot of money per month spent on YouTube for little return on investments uh, and for something that we don't even enjoy. So we're like, actually, why don't we, <laughs> why don't we stop there? Like, there's no point of just having your ego on something, you're like, oh yeah, but I like having a YouTube channel. Yeah, it's cool to have a YouTube channel. I, 
I'm going to miss it if I'm not going to get back to it. And maybe I will, but for now, I definitely need a break from YouTube with Laura. I would just say like, there's no point of spending that much time on YouTube and so on. And there's better, we can spend our time on other things that our time is better spent on other things. That's what I meant to say. So yeah, always time track, check where you, you spend your time. And maybe it's either actually, I don't need to do this or actually uh, I can delegate this uh, and so on. Okay, well, I think that's it. I think we spent over 40 minutes giving you all our tips and tricks. (laughs) So if you didn't know where to start, maybe take some notes from this episode. I hope you were able to take it all in. It took us a lot of time to get to this level and have a bitter headspace around the business and dealing with everything. But we truly hope that this is helpful and that it helps you also think of how you can prioritize your mental health in the company. All right, see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you're enjoying our podcast, please leave us a rating or simply tell a friend about the Health Energy podcast. That will help us out massively. We'll see you in the next episode. Bye.